0: Good evening, everyone. This is T-Rob with the Biz Pulse coming at you again. Uh, We do this every Tuesday and Thursday. If it's first time tuning in, thank you. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, share all that fun stuff. Um, We get to the pulse of the business. We talk to the people that are actually grinding and working inside the walls of business. Uh, And we're at that again tonight. We've got Sam from uh, all the way over from South Africa that's going to be talking to us about his his business, but also about his life in general. And we always like to find out what people are doing. Uh, you know, we were talking off camera and, and being an entrepreneur is tough. And when you have people, you know, that you can talk to about different things, it really helps. So that's why I do this show. It helps me um, because I'm, I'm, I see a lot of different people and talk to a lot of different people. So um, I'm gonna quit talking and I'm gonna go ahead and bring Sam in and let him introduce himself. Sam, thank you, man. Thanks for coming on. Welcome. Hey, Rob.
1: I hope you can hear me clearly.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely hear you. So, um, you know, I kind of said a little bit about you, but I'd love for you just to kind of tell your story and what you're doing now and what your plans are and all that fun stuff.
1: All right. Um, Yeah. So my name is Sam. I'm from South Africa, Cape Town. I don't know how many people um, in there know about Cape Town, but yeah. Um from Cape Town, South Africa. A student at the university there. Um, not to brag, but it's the number one university in Africa. Very nice, <laughs> so, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm doing computer science and computer engineering there. Uh, wow. Because you I, must be
0: a smart, you must be a smart one.
1: I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just another guy, bro. I'm just another guy. So yeah, I'm um, doing computer science and computer engineering here. Um, and I really, really have a passion for entrepreneurship. And for the last three or so years, I've been, you know, trying my hand in it, um, learning quite a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I've been like a part of like a number of startups, uh, most of which failed. Uh, I, mean, I mean, since we were like, what, 20? Yeah. Um, since I was, like, training you know, I've been trying mm-hmm. things. Uh, some would make us some money here and there. Some wouldn't. But um, all of it was, like, great learning experience, and that's something that I really appreciate, you know, um, having mm-hmm. having had that opportunity to learn and having had that opportunity to make mistakes. Yeah. So yeah. learning from my mistakes, learning from others, has been really helpful in bringing me to the point you know, that I am at right now. And I don't think I would be here if I hadn't, you know, risked and tried to do different things um, in the past three or four years. So um, that's where I am. And um, I'm very passionate about problem solving. So, I mean, that's, that's what I assume everyone sees entrepreneurship, as it's all about problem solving. Mm-hmm. And I live in a different world. Um, the difference between you and I is that you live in the first world. I live in a in a different world, um, developing country, and a developing country, that's actually the most unequal in the world. If you check out Gini coefficient, you'll see crazy stuff. Um, so, I live in one of the most, if not the most, um, equal unequal countries um, in the world. So you can imagine that the problems that we face are very unique. And I think it's also a known thing that the problems that Africa faces are generally very unique as to as compared to the problems that are faced by the global North, Europe, by the US. So mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about. Solving problems for the communities around me, to ensure that I at least leave the world, you know, better than I found it. I at least leave the world, you know, a better place for for the for the for the next generations. So that's that's really what I'm about. I'm about uh, involving myself in involving myself in projects that solve like really really important problems be it access to job opportunities access to skills access to better education and if i can do that with technology i always try and do that so that's that's essentially what i'm about um and uh, also the former president of uh, what we call the entrepreneur society i don't know if i should go on also no keep going you. keep
0: going i'm i'm <laughs> I'm very intrigued and just i want to touch on some of the stuff you said like um being an entrepreneur is tough and and true entrepreneurs have failed you know i mean like probably multiple times even the guys that are multi gazillionaires at this point uh if you talk with them even an elon musk he's failed at things you know so um the only way to make it is is to fail and learn and if the problem is it's a lot of people fail and they don't learn, you know, <laughs> so so that's, that's a problem. You want to make sure that you're actually learning from the failures that you've had in your life, which it sounds like you're on the right track. And the other thing I wanted to talk about and just say your heart is in the right place when you're wanting to help people because that's, to me, will get you further in life than anything. You know, I mean, like you will succeed with just having that mindset and that heart. So Hats off to you, Sam. Great job on that.
1: Hundred percent. Thank you so much, Rob. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is true. Um, yeah, helping people is 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 also very fulfilling. Yeah, um, which which brings me to also my leadership um, at, at at university. Um, um, the former president of what we call the UCT Entrepreneur Society. Um, basically, it's. How can I call? It? What what can I call it? Um, I don't know if you would have read about the story of Google and how it started and all of that.
0: Um, I guess I have it. I don't know the full beginning of it.
1: Yes, so when I was like sixteen or something, yeah, I I read these books. It's it's, it's actually very important, a very important part of my story as to how I got into this because. I actually wanted to study chemical engineering, right? Um, when I was in grade 11, uh, I don't know if you have grades. I think you should. Yeah, you're doing Yeah, the we best, do. Right? Yeah. 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 When I was in the 11th grade, um, I wanted to do chemical engineering, and uh, towards the end of the year, I, would, I, I was bored. And usually, <laughs> when, when I like I was bored, I would read go to a library, something. So me and my friends went to a library you was, know, that's what we do, I guess. Yeah. So went So the library and uh, met the library. I, I came across a series of books, um, they're really small. It's about 10 of them or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they are called wizards of technology. So each book is a story of a company, these well-known companies in tech, I think the first one I came across was the story of Google. So it takes you through the story of how um, Larry and Sergi grew up and what did they get up to? How did you know how they started Google? The hell's they went through Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. So, and if you read that book, um, I hope I'm right because I read it six, seven years ago, <laughs> years ago. And um, there's a there's a part where it talks about how I think it was Larry Larry Page, where he they say when he was still doing computer engineering, he was actually the chairperson of uh, the Dev Soc, the yeah the Dev Society at the university. So the entrepreneurship society is just like what the dev society would be, but this is just focused on entrepreneurship. And it just so happens that a lot of, a lot of the entrepreneurship that we focus on is about technology. Because, I mean, that's the space that I'm in and as the president, I'm I'm, I'm going to be focusing on it. And the guy who recruited me actually before, before, because I was one of the directors before I became president, the guy who recruited me to be one of the directors was actually in tech, you know, He was one of my friends who has seen me do some pretty good stuff, seen me in competitions, um, national competitions. We went to the finals. We're doing good stuff, man. And we're the only students there. And I think maybe he saw something was like, let me recruit this guy. He's doing really great and all of that. And to have him in the finals of a national competition when they're still in ideation, when everyone else has already started operations, maybe he has something, and uh, that's how I got into I, I got into the society, and then I ended up being the president of it. So our role was to support um, the other student entrepreneurs okay. um, in the UCT ecosystems, in the UCT ecosystem, because we realized that the university wasn't necessarily offering much support, and the way things were done before is that you would have a speaker. A speaker comes. That's mm-hmm. how the a lot of societies used to operate. You have a speaker. A speaker comes. They give a talk. You know, they give a talk for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever. And then they leave. You know, they tell you about right. their story, uh, how they, you know, achieved whatever they have uh, they've achieved in business and all of that. And then you're inspired for two days. After two days, <laughs> the excitement is gone, really, because <laughs> you're not yeah. going to do anything with that inspiration. We decided to... Actually, focus on the practical aspects of of, of 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 offering support. We would do master classes, have networking events, um, have what we called the startup simulation challenge. So, how the startup simulation challenge worked was that um, we say to um, the participants twenty five of them. That's how it started, I think. Um, and we we say you, you gotta choose one of the. I don't remember how many there are the sustainable development goals, you choose one of those and Mm -hmm. maybe it's access to education, um, trying to reduce poverty, whatever, 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 one you choose and you build a business, you build a business idea out of whatever you've chosen, because Hmm. the thing that we really wanted to drill in was that entrepreneurship is about problem solving. Yeah. So whatever you're doing, you should be solving problems. And a lot of the problems that have to do with those sustainable development goals, a lot of those problems are problems that are faced mostly by developing countries and you know, countries in Africa. And it's important that they learn to focus on solving the problems that are around them. So that's essentially what we're doing and what we're trying to teach. Um, the participants of the challenge and whatnot. So we, we partnered with some of the accelerators in here, partnered with some of the entrepreneurs who who are already doing well. So the criteria for you to be a mentor um, mm-hmm. on, on our program was that you have that you had to have gone through at least one round of you know funding. So that's essentially what we're doing, man. We, we're trying to offer support. We also had a, a pitching competition called the Leopards Lair. Um, and I think the total price was around fifteen thousand dollars. Nice. And I'm very proud of myself uh, that I, I did the conversions. <laughs> did the conversions before coming in here. So the total price is about um, fifteen thousand dollars. That's actually around two hundred fifty thousand. Um. In, yeah. in South Africa. So that that's essentially what we're doing, man. Giving the entrepreneurs as much support as we could, and ensuring that they thrive because if they thrive the whole ecosystem becomes better because now the next leaders of the society and whatever are better because they, they, they would have learned a lot through our initiatives and now they can pass all those skills, all that information to whoever will be coming next. So that's essentially what we are what we doing with the UCT Entrepreneur Society.
0: Cool. So yes. for, for entrepreneurs in, in your country is, is there opportunities or is it, is it scar? Is it hard to to start a business there? Can you kind of tell me how the system works in general?
1: Um, it's actually pretty hard. Um, it's pretty hard. But what I will also say is that it used to be harder, and okay. now it seems like it's it's getting better. And it also depends on where you are in the country. Um, one of the one of the reasons why I chose to, you know, f- fall in love, I guess, with Cape Town was that it's it's probably the best city in South Africa to do a business in. So okay. you would probably have heard about Johannesburg and all that. But Johannesburg is in, like, they're, they're both old cities, yes, but Johannesburg is filled with a lot of old traditional businesses. That's where you mm-hmm. find your finance businesses. I mean, if um, JP Morgan is to have a branch here, they want to have it in um, in 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 Johannesburg. Goldman Sachs, whatever. Um, a lot of like these companies, they have that South African headquarters in Johannesburg because that's where the money used to be. The, so South Africa um, was a really industrious country because there was a lot of mining happening. After the the, the gold discovery in South Africa, Johannesburg really became a big and great city because everyone was flocking to Johannesburg because there were now opportunities because of mining the gold, di- right. the diamonds. They're also not far from from housing. Um, so all the minerals, a lot of the the, the minerals that are mined in South Africa, and South Africa being so big in like like in terms of mining, the opportunities were there. But now when it comes to sort of like the new businesses where we focus on innovation on tech, Cape Town has become the place to be. Um, because okay. of some of the policies that we have here they make it very easy for doing business um, Cape Town is a really well run city as compared to most of the cities in in, in, in South Africa that's good so, and we have a really great um, university where we now have access to a lot of talent so it, it depends where you are if you're in Cape Town it, it, it's a bit easier but um you don't get as many funding opportunities for example as you would um maybe in the us so it's a thing that's only starting to grow and grow right now i mean i was looking at some of the the numbers i think a month ago that um while it seems like investments are starting to maybe go down a a bit in the us on and whatever Mm -hmm due to I don't know economic issues, the right. looming recession. Um in in Africa investments have actually increased. Oh,
0: that's you
1: know, good. Investments are actually increasing. Cape Town every year has has been like having more and more investments coming in and all of that. So it's it's pretty hard if you are in the other place, but in Cape Town it's a bit better. There's a better and more established um, ecosystem. It's probably one of the big four in Africa, if you are gonna look at Nigeria, Kenya, and I think Egypt. So it's, it Cape Town is there. It's, if not the leading one, maybe in second. So that's that's essentially where we are. That's so great. It's, it's, yeah, whether it's hard or not depends on where you are in South Africa.
0: I got you. So it's, let's talk about, I mean, you're doing amazing things. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm very like happy to be able to communicate with you, meet you because you inspire me as well. But I wanted to talk to you about your business, you know, what, what's going on with it. You know, you, we talked briefly before we came on that, you know, some changes, you kind of were changing things on that, which, you know, sometimes you have to you adapt, right? So, sure. um, so with Waiterbase, right? That's the name of your company, waiterbase.com. percent what um tell us about that what is it what what does it do how does it help all the fun stuff on it
1: yeah where do I start with this <laughs> okay. now now when I was still um at, at the Entrepreneur Society um I was recruited by a company that are um, uh, essentially changing the way recruitment and all of that work in the medical industry so they had built what is essentially like tinder if you think about it okay for um medical professionals and the practices and hospitals and pharmacies that you know were hiring them so essentially they were the market they were the marketplace if a practice wants to hire someone they book them through to the that company, and the the thing was ensuring that it happens in 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 real time. And you okay. just send a request. Someone the 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 job seeker as a business. You send a request. The job seeker gets a notification immediately. They can either um, accept or decline. You know that's that's where I was recruited to be an intern.
0: Okay.
1: And um, we ended up deciding to apply this sort of like almost the same model and now you understand why and that we ended up changing things a bit um it was the idea was to apply the same model but in the hospitality industry okay and the company that i was working at is actually coming in as a strategic partner okay yes so um, we're trying to apply the the same the same model, but we then realized that the hospitality industry and the medical industry are are, are very different. And they face different problems. In the medical industry, the only thing you need to have is you, you need to have your qualification and you need to have done your, your training. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. You are eligible to be booked on the platform as 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 long as you can prove that you have done those things. Um, in the in the hospitality industry it's it's a bit different. Some of the people don't really have qualifications. I mean you don't get a qualification to be a waiter for example, you know right, what I mean? right. Yes, yes. So we realize that um, the things are the, 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 the two industries are very different and we need to be applying different methods if you're going to be solving the problem of recruitment in the hospitality industry. So now we got to do some research. We we, we established that, oh, shit. Um, There's a bit of an issue here. There's a 44% turnover rate, employee turnover rate, in the hospitality Mm -hmm. industry. So this means that 44% of people are leaving their jobs yearly. So that means they somehow have to keep being replaced and i mean even if you think about it um a lot of people who are working in the hospitality industry um are using it as a springboard no one wants to stay a waiter (laughs) forever you know yeah a lot of the a lot of them are, are, are old jobs and all of that so we know that it's it's a come and go come and go come and go type of industry so you need a platform that ensures that the connections between the businesses, so the business would be, would be your hotels, your restaurants and all of that. We, we need to ensure that the connections between them and the job seekers are done efficiently. And okay. now I continued talking to um, some of the, the restaurant managers and owners. Um, I went to join us back to do some research. I did research in, jo- uh, in your town and they were telling me about how long it takes for the training to happen and i was talking to this lady who was like you know sometimes it takes you know, maybe a few weeks or a few months to actually get the training done because they need to understand everything our systems here and mm-hmm. the menu write some tests all of that so that's just in restaurants that's not even in hotels and the airports and the other you know industries that sure. will, be, will be getting in you know so i was talking to them and then that's when i realized oh Training is also a thing here. And what we need to be doing is actually saving them time and costs by ensuring that the training can be done on our platform. Mm. So that's how now we decided that the database is going to work. So how it essentially works is that um, as a job seeker, you sign, you sign up to our platform and before your profile can be active, before it, can be eligible for being hired or booked Um, Mm -hmm. whether it's temporarily or whether it's full-time on our platform you have to go through the 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 training section where you have to get a certain mark after getting that certain mark your profile is eligible to be booked so that
0: that training is it based off of i mean because hospitality has a lot of different like branches right so is it certain like if they want to be a a waiter that goes down that training, if they want to work 100%. in a hotel.
1: Okay, very cool. 100%. 100%. And, and that's where it is. But now, the the more interesting feature that we're adding is to say that um, for a company to see that you are the right person they can hire, there has to be something. Mm-hmm. So, because now we've been in talks with these different companies your Spurs, your KFC. Your McDonald's been in talks with them, um, right. and we'll be onboarding them. They're actually waiting to be onboarded as soon as we start operations. You know, I was telling you that we're starting operations um next month. So, um, essentially, what happens is that you will now have a training section for KFC for your Spurs for your McDonald's, and then when you've done that training and you've gotten a certain mark. We're now able to say you get a badge next to your profile so for example if you've done KFC, okay you get a kfc badge next to your profile and then you can keep accumulating the badges you know what i mean
0: so so those companies are giving you like their training manual and saying here's what we need them to know and then you guys are using that on your on your hundred platform okay. okay because now That's they're not necessarily
1: smart. paid yes because now they're not necessarily paying for it they are they only pay when they book a person through us okay that's when they're paying so now this shows that we're actually saving them money and time because someone can get onto our platform and do the training on their own time
0: yeah plus you're plus you're getting more committed people right if they're going to do the training then they're probably really going to go work instead of you know just grabbing people that have no training and if hopefully they show up to work and I mean, that's how it is here anyway. Uh, so that's,
1: True. that's good. 200%. So that's essentially what, 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 what we is all about. We train these people, we ensure that they're okay. And then now they get onto our platform where they can be booked in real time. You, the only thing the business has to do that's hiring the people is to scroll through the people so when you scroll through the profiles you can see who is who you can see okay this is T up this is this is are his qualifications if he has uh qualifications if they are you know applicable mm-hmm. and you can see their experience what they've done what they've done their bio and all of that and you can see whether they have your badge what training they've done and all of that so all you can all you have to do is to just go into their profile. And when you get into their profile, we also have the calendar feature. So the calendar feature now allows you to see, for example, if you're gonna book someone temporarily, you're gonna to need to know on which days you know, are they available. Right. So now the job seeker has a calendar feature where they can be able to say, these are the days when I'm available. And it works very well for people who are students because a lot of students take these odd jobs and all of that. Yeah. And it works very well for them to say, maybe I have an assignment due on this day. Maybe I have a test on on this day, so I'm not going to be able to work. Yeah. So now they are able to say, this is when I'm available, this is when I'm not. And the business can be able to say, okay, these are the days maybe they'll be working if I'm working them temporarily and all of that. And it will obviously be a different story if they are working a full-time job. So that's essentially what it is. And then they can now just click a button that says send request. And immediately the job seeker will get the notification and they can either accept or decline.
0: Another important, yes. So with, with, okay, so just so I understand, so For the training portion of it, is that virtual training or are they coming to you? I mean, are you guys, are you, are you doing this all over the country or or are you just kind of concentrating your area there?
1: Right now we are starting in that area. It is virtual. It is virtual training. A lot of the information they need to know is sort of like things that they need to understand how they work and all of that. So that when they now get to the restaurants, the, the onboarding doesn't take as long as it used to be when they actually do right. it and when they actually have to do it and be hands on so we, so, do, we all we doing is reducing the time and the cost
0: yeah 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 so that's what i was going to ask so how do you make money or is the company paying you to train people for them or, or or just for the recruitment part of it
1: the recruitment part of it at the okay. moment as okay. as at this point at this point we we're studying, we're taking it um from um a recruitment point point of view so what happens is that um the hourly rate of the, the 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 job seeker once they're hired mm-hmm. um, we take a percentage
0: okay. okay we
1: take like between 15 and 20 percent of what the the person will be earning so that's how we are making like our money when you recruit people through us we take a facilitation fee and that's how the the business okay. pay us
0: yes. so for your training platform, have you guys built that yourself, or are you using a third party, or, or how did how did how did you build that?
1: Okay, so with regards to that, in South Africa, um, I think in the US probably too, accreditation is very important. <laughs> so realize that me and my friends who built this. We are engineers, man. We don't know a lot about like the nitty-gritty of training in the hospitality industry. So what we've done instead is to partner with people who are already in the know, who already have experience. Okay. So we're partnering with with one of the companies that has already been doing this, and they'll be coming in as our training partner because also they have accreditation from the relevant bodies. So that's, okay. that's, 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 that's well, that, how we do that's it. Smart. That's
0: smart. I mean, why reinvent it if you can utilize people that are already doing it?
1: And... Exactly. Yeah, there's no there's yeah, there's no there's no need for us to be, you know, trying to do something that we are not necessarily the best at. We are we are very good at building platforms, at understanding our like our business model, at reaching out to people and saying this is what we're doing. This out this is benefiting you. And then that's more part of training where people have to go through all of that that's not our strong suit so you have to find someone to do it for you sure that leaves us time as well and money i guess
0: yeah so i mean for you guys your your job is going to be onboarding right like finding finding companies that want to utilize your service and finding people that are looking for jobs so yes. you, know, you got You got two different things to do there so very cool man i I understand it more now i didn't i didn't know exactly what you were doing Uh, i I did look at your website but it doesn't have a lot of info on there so yes we
1: yes because as we're about to launch we just have a landing page there yeah it'll probably look different by the time by the time you check again
0: cool cool man yes Yes. that's really neat so what so i'm i'm assuming well i mean you you came into working with another company that was doing something similar in the medical field so you saw a need in in the hospitality and and kind of jumped on it i mean that's man you're you're definitely an entrepreneur
1: that's that's great (laughs) thank you so much Thank you so much yeah 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 i mean yeah
0: for seeing a need and, and going after it man that's that's really cool because there's a lot of people that see the need but they don't do the work you know and uh so good job on that sam
1: Yeah, that's actually true, man. So, yeah, we're just trying to start here in South Africa as soon as possible. And then we'll be moving to other countries depending on the need. That's actually what we want to do. We actually want to be moving into other countries. And uh, maybe the problem will have to be solved differently depending on the country. So I guess context will be very important in terms of moving into other countries. And, and all of that and um, in Europe for example mm-hmm. and we already started conversations with them actually um, because in Europe it's a different story in in Europe you you have you probably have heard of brexit where yeah yes or, you know and since the whole brexit thing happened the UK is in a position where they don't have as much in what uh, migration as the used to have. So now what that results in is a, a shortage of, I guess, cheap labor. So okay. the, the labor is not as cheap as it used to be. And the people that are there are not necessarily taking up jobs, like, you know, being a waiter, being a chef, being, working, doing this and this and this at the hotels right. and all of that. So the UK is actually, actually having a crisis right now. Wow. Um, I've fed I've, I've up on it quite a lot. Um, They're actually having a crisis right now in terms of labor shortages. And Mm. what they're actually doing right now is hiring people from India, from South Africa. So we are also looking into taking that opportunity and being a feeder. But it's a very different, you know, it's a very different mechanism if you are having to, you know, take people to other to another country there's a lot involved there's visas there's this there's that it's quite <laughs> a long process and they're actually paying a lot of money to ensure that people are getting their visas and all the right documents that they need to be there the people are getting paid bonuses crazy bonuses just to come and work there wow. so the uk is having quite a crisis and they are the ones who are in need of solving this problem more than south africa actually
0: Yeah. I mean, do you have, do you have competition in this space?
1: The competition that we have is really traditional um, recruitment agencies. So we don't really have much competition in terms of how we are doing it. If there's competition, it's not on the market yet. Um, But in terms of competition, it's just traditional recruiter. So JobVine, I think JobVine is also in the US. So Mm -hmm. something like JobVine's... Um, we have Indeed here, so you yeah. know, the, the usual equipment platforms, um, that's, that's what we have, um, and they're very exp- expensive. They take quite um, some time to get the recruitments done. And by the way, another thing that I didn't mention is that we are very big on putting um, the, hand, the, the, the power in the people's hands. And by, by, by the people, we I mean the people who are looking for, for, for work. We actually allow them to pick their own rates to say, oh. this, is, this is how much I earn. So before an employer says, I want this person to come work, they already know how much that, ex- that person exp- is expecting to earn. But of course, um, the, their rates are within market-related uh, related, figures. So they choose their own rates depending on how much they think according to their experience and the skills they have and their qualification, according to how much they they, they think they're worth. So that's, that's another thing that we do.
0: Okay. Well, that's very cool. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you guys have sounds like you're putting a lot of work into it and you're launching in a couple of weeks and just, man, that's awesome. I I, I wish you the best of luck on that. I mean, I, I think it's going to do great because you got a little niche there that you're working and it's probably, uh, you know, it's probably untapped at this point. So that's that's always nice when you're starting out a business that you don't have a lot of competition directly. You 100%, know, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, and,
1: yes. And, and, and Robert, we should also talk. Um, I want to I want to find out also how the market is uh, there in the there in the U.S. I have a friend of mine who also actually be coming to to. Work in the in the US. They're trying to expand their business um to the US. So I would love to find out uh, from you and maybe some of the people you know if you know people who own restaurants and hotels or whatever to find out how things are there, how things work, and to see if we can bring the solution to the US as well.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that this definitely is needed here. I mean, because it's it's similar to what you're seeing. There's a ton of turnover. Um, and, and no one wants to work those type of jobs anymore, you know, so it's like, so similar to what you're dealing with. I mean, it's probably close to the same. Um, so are, are kind of like the UK, you know, it's similar to that, but not, not probably to that extreme yet, but I could see, I could definitely see your platform working
1: here. Uh, for sure. Hundred percent, I think we should definitely try and explore that. I don't know a lot of people or actually don't know anyone in the U S right now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it but, would be really helpful if we, yeah, if we could, you know, try and explore that, try and talk to some more people there and see how we can make this work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything I can help you with, man. I more than happy to listen and give you some advice on it for sure. I don't know everything, but I I'm here and I, I kind of know what's going on for sure.
1: percent,
0: so, Yeah. So, um, I always ask this for everybody that comes on. I want to ask you: Do you have a favorite productivity hack that you use? You know, maybe it's maybe it's an app, maybe it's a book, maybe it's something you do. Because uh, I always try to share something with other entrepreneurs of so maybe a way that helps you that you could share with them.
1: Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, I know,
0: and i know i've caught you at two in the morning so thank you stan for for your quick responses if you don't I, i'm not worried about it you don't have to come up with anything um,
1: yeah what's uh, i don't really have have one that i'm using right now I mean, i just i just wake up and work and uh, yeah i just wake up exercise in there um yeah that's that's what i do and, and i just work i mean i was i was watching um, uh, who's this guy? Michael? Michael? Is it Siebel? Um from Y Combinator? They were actually talking about those things, productivity hack, what they what yeah. they do, and and whatnot, Because I'm also trying to um, learn some of those hacks that can make me better. But for my side, I just I just wake up and 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 put in the work as, as 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 much as I can. That's that's what I do.
0: Oh, that's good, man. I mean, I. I'm fine with that. You don't have to have a hack of any kind. Yeah, just a question I ask because a lot of people. Yeah. Go, oh yeah, you know I got this or, well the last the last person I had on it was yoga. That's what they they did oh. yoga, so it kind of oh. ha- helped them, you know, physically exactly. and mentally. And so it could be anything. Oh,
1: I guess for me it's exercising. It helps me a lot. And I used to I used to actually meditate. Um, yeah, every now and then but I've been doing it this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I do.
0: So, what's future plans for you? I mean, I know you've got you know waiter base, um, but what what's your overall goal for yourself? I mean, you talked you mentioned that you potentially wanted to come over here at some point, but what what's your what are you trying to do, Sam? What's what's your end goal?
1: So, um, I think my my end goal is to not just you know stop here with waiter base. So, I think waiter base is just one of the many. Um, Projects, I guess, that I'm going to be involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many other problems that I would like to solve. There's many other technologies that I would like to to use. For example, another project that I do, um, and I do I do it like part time and all of that is. Um, remember, I, I talked about how we're helping entrepreneurs and all of that. Yeah. So I'm actually sort of like setting up a business in South Africa that does that. And the reason being that I have built quite a strong and big um, network around me Mm -hmm. of startup founders, of people who run accelerator programs, of people who are in the VC space and all of that. So now um, the thing that we're doing is trying to connect entrepreneurs. Because uh, there's a lot of entrepreneurs who, like me, don't know who to seek help from and where to start and who to get guidance from. right? Especially the people who are in pre-seed and seed stages. And those are the people that we are helping. By the way, <laughs> that's something we're actually launching to now. It's just that now I was here to talk about database, but that's yeah. something I'm launching with a partner that I'm doing it with. Um, she's a lady who actually also studied in the US, funny enough. She actually studied finance and all of that in the U.S. She's, uh, in, she's an investor relations manager, I think, where she works. Um, uh-huh. So essentially, that's, that's what we're doing, um, strengthening the connections between the entrepreneurs and the, the people who can invest in their companies, the people who can be. And we're we also running a, a mentorship program. Where we are pairing them with entrepreneurs and whatnot, so that's that's wow. that's our offering. So we take them through the offerings because the lady that are that who's my partner is uh, a bit more experienced in terms of like things that have to do with fundraising and all of that. Mm-hmm. She's helped a number of startups uh, fundraise and she does risk analysis and all of those things for for them. Um, I'm very good with connecting people with mentors and trying to solve whatever the problems that they may be having in the startups and all of that. So that's essentially what we are offering. So um, those are some of the things that I want to keep doing. I want to keep being involved in helping other entrepreneurs. Yeah, you know, shop and, and, and get better.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, when you're doing that because you're also learning yourself because you're right in the middle of it. So I definitely know that feeling. That's why I do what I do now is because you learn a lot of talking to people like you. So. Uh, but um well i'm i've I've enjoyed this i Sam I've enjoyed learning you know what you're doing and kind of learning you know it, the funny thing is that you know we're we're miles apart, but it seems like you guys have the same struggles that we have uh in, in the entrepreneur world, you know like the oh, business man, world do. it's it's we the do. same thing it's the same same yeah. thing so <laughs> so yeah but uh um I just appreciate you coming on being up at two in the morning to to come on my podcast is really cool man and uh i tell everyone and i mean it like if i can ever help with anything you reach out and um you know if you you need to know more about if the market's good or bad over here for what you're doing reach out to me man anytime i'm i'm always willing and to to talk to you about it so
1: let me also take a picture of this (laughs) yeah Yeah, man. Are you still are you still talking? Uh, Quickly, it was going to take like twenty seconds. Yeah.
0: So while we're doing this, where where can people find you at, Sam? How can they reach you? It's the best Um, way
1: to. Oh, I can't type or anything on this. Okay. Um. So you can find me at on my LinkedIn okay I think that's mostly what people can find oh and you also have my twitter oh it's private now though. um but at my LinkedIn it's just my name um if you type Samuel so my full name is Samuel so Samuel okay. and I have a middle name that people probably won't be able to pronounce. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's more like do the m o l a t o d i so it's Samuel and then my middle name my my middle name Molaudi M O L A T O D I and then Mahara my surname so that's what can, okay. that, yes that's okay. how people can find me on 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 LinkedIn man that's that yeah that's where I'm um, yeah I'm most i think right? okay so Very people cool. can find me on there. and yeah man this is i hope this is not the first time we talk this is not the last time so yeah i hope this is not the last time we talk and um uh, one of these days I'll, I'll come back and give an update and how you yeah, I'd love it. I mean, you it,
0: It's funny because I you know, I I'm booked out for months now, which is great, but I, I want to start I want to start circling back, you know, people that that I've talked to months ago to see how they're doing with their business. So, I'd love to have you back, Sam. So, you know, book again down the road and let's have you come back and you you knowing you, you'll probably have three or four different businesses by then, so. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> So anyway, man, I'm going to let you go. Go get, you, go get some sleep, man. Thanks for coming on, Sam. Appreciate you. Uh, and we'll talk soon.
1: hundred uh, percent, man. I actually have a bit of work to do, so I don't think I'm going to sleep now. So, oh, yeah.
0: man, you're an animal.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, man. Um, yeah, bro. Um, the, the, I hope, man, this, 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 this relationship will, will be very beneficial for the both of us. And this is, this is definitely not the last time that you'll be hearing um, for me, you're hearing also about me, um, by the end of this year, I'll be miles, 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 I'll be very far from where I am right now, and it's going to be great to see that growth. And it's going to be great to also see myself at some point moving into an international market. That's definitely something I can promise is going to happen.
0: Yeah, that's great, man. Keep pushing, Sam. I believe in you. So, good luck, man. We'll talk Thank soon. You,
1: Thank you so much, Rob. I uh, enjoy the rest of, I think it's evening. Yeah, it's still yeah. evening. Evening. All right. All right. Take care, Thanks, man. Get so some rest.
0: All. all right. That was Sam from South Africa, which was really cool. Um, it's nice to, to connect with people from different countries and just kind of, you know, when I talk to them, it's they have such similarities of what we have going on in, in the U.S. here um, with in regards to business and entrepreneurship and startups. It's, it's kind of similar all over the world. So it's been really cool connecting with him. Uh, and what an entrepreneur. The guys are really, I mean, 24 years old and, you know, president of his, of his like club at his university, uh, Entrepreneur Club. So good stuff from Sam. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure you tune in Thursday. Um, we're, hopefully you're gaining a lot of stuff from, from people that we're bringing on. Cause I know they're all smarter than I am. So you're getting more out of it than I am. Or that than for me. So keep tuning in, keep subscribing, keep sharing it. Uh, thank you so much for your support. I get some great comments from people and I really appreciate it. Um, so take care, guys. Have a great evening and I will talk to you on Thursday.